What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I am a um, little nervous about this episode. I'm actually going to be sharing some you know, details of my past that I've never shared publicly before. And I'm doing it with a very special guest, Karen Schultz. She is a city director of Refuge for Women in the Chicagoland area. Um, before I start getting into my story, I want to welcome you, Karen, and say thank you very much for being a guest on today's episode. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Deanna, for, for having me this morning. My name is Karen Schultz, and I am the city director for Refuge for Women. Refuge for Women is a residential home. It's a beautiful home and program, nine to 12 months for women who are coming out of sexual exploitation and sex trafficking. And so we serve women here in the Chicagoland area. In fact, from around the country, if anyone needs to uh, just be a part of the programming that we offer for, uh, we offer safety, hope, healing, holistic programming, whatever is required to start over and have a new beginning. And that's really intense and very important uh, in today's, in today's world. And, um, you know, even though I've had experience with the sexual exploita exploitation, human trafficking, sex work, whatever you want to label it as, mm -hmm. um, which we're label free here. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, a couple of years ago, I did an event against human trafficking. I think that was the beginning of me actually wanting to kind of like step forward and, and, you know, just tell my truth. And um, when I started learning about how bad it is, and there's just many different layers of, yes human trafficking that people don't even realize. And for me, it was like an aha moment and like, wow, I really need to talk about this. I need to get this message out there. I need to like bring awareness around it. And um, so what is, and I think there's a lot of common denominators with women and there's men too, they're male and female that get, um, that get trafficked. Um, what are some common denominators that you would say that uh, cause a victim to be victimized? Yeah, a great question. I think there's always a vulnerability, right, that is exploited that moves someone down that path. But I also want to say that sex trafficking, exploitation, it cuts across every socioeconomic background, every type of family system. We've had women come through our program who maybe you could say, oh, I understand how that happened because their life was very challenging and difficult. And then we have had women come through our program who come from wonderful families who just got pulled into a relationship that went down a very dark road. And in our day and age today, um, oftentimes uh, exploitive relationship begins online. And so um, the online platforms today are considered the new hunting grounds. And so younger and younger girls are being pulled in. Women just on dating apps, you know, you could think you're meeting the most wonderful person in the world, but it's all a game to them yeah. to pull you down an emotional road where you then begin to do things you never thought you would do. And then you don't know how to get out. So it cuts across everything. Yeah. So, um, my experience, I came from a very abusive home. My father was a deadbeat dad and there, it was, he was very abusive to my mother and to myself. And when I, I got involved at 17 and, you know, at the time I thought it was voluntary, but I don't now I, I, I know that it, that was a product of what I had experienced. 
And I did get pulled into those relationships, those, those bad relationships with men. And I also got very heavily into drugs. So my experience, um, I think that I am lucky and how I actually have overcome my, what I went through and it took a long time. So it was, I got involved in that at 17. I'm 44 now. And when I met my late husband, I feel that he was my saving grace in a lot of ways. Um, and you know, I'm thankful for my journey. I'm thankful for where I am today. And I had to do the work though on myself to become better and to get into healthy relationships. And even after my husband passed, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. I got involved with the man that started taking me down that road and really doing a lot of emotional damage to me, wanting me to do things. And, and I, I was older, but at the time I'm feeling like this, this void, this vulnerability, and I was being pulled into it because I felt like that was the only way that I was going to be loved because he asked me to do all these crazy things. And I knew better. And I'm, I was at the time I was 39. So, so yeah, you, you know, I think that it's, it's so important for, for, for this, for this aware, for people to be aware of things like this, because I think they have one idea in their mind on what it is. And it's not just that. Boy, and I, I would agree with you. I uh, became involved uh, in this space when I began to do outreach to women who were being exploited. And I, I admit, when I first started, I had a little bit of an attitude, right? Like, right. well, they're choosing to be in pornography, choosing to be in prostitution, choosing to do these things. I would never do that. You yeah. know, who am I? And but I began to be involved with this group doing outreach. And as I began to hear the story behind the story, just like you're telling your story, when you hear the story behind the story, the, the thing that just has been impressed upon my soul is that no little girl, no little girl, think of any little girl that you know, no little girl ever, ever, ever dreams of growing up to sell herself, right. to make money. Something has happened to her along the way that has set her on that path. And it will take something, someone to get in and help get her out of that path, to support her, to show her that there are options. One study that I read um, said that 92% of women who are in prostitution would love to do something else, but they feel they have no other options. Yes. And Refuge offers those options. I love it. So how long have you been with Refuge? Uh, so Refuge itself as an organization is a national network. We've got seven sites all around the country. So that let's say if a woman is uh, coming out of exploitation here in the Chicago area and she doesn't feel, feel quite safe here, we can find a place for her in one of our other homes. So we're this network all around the country. That network has been going since 2010. I myself joined the movement here in the Chicagoland area in 2015 okay. to get a home open. So our home has been open since 2016. So we're wow. relatively young, but we have been so blessed to touch the lives of so many beautiful women. Just they inspire me with their courage and their determination to start over. You know what I find that for, for me, that even though I've had this in my past and it's something that I've had to deal with and um, 
it has really made me who I am today. You know, I've, and I've had to forgive myself. I've had to forgive myself for, and I feel like I'm going to cry, <laughs> forgive myself for what I put my family through and what I've put myself through and, um, and not beat myself up, you know, cause I am a woman of God and I know you're a faith-based organization and, you know, you, if you ask for forgiveness and that's just where you have to leave it and just keep moving forward. And it has really created an, an incredible amount of strength in me. And I might be an anomaly because I am incredibly like, I'm such a high achiever and very type mm -hmm. A that I was just determined that I was going to yeah. be successful. I was going to create a whole new life for myself. And I did my, my late husband and I, he was, we were millionaires. I had lived in a mansion, he had everything, but then, you know, when he passed, I lost it all. And now I'm, you know, now I've had to rebuild, but you know, we are very resilient human beings. You know, we, we have a choice and, we, and mm -hmm. I chose to rise above it. So I, I really feel that the women that you're taking through their lives are just going to be so incredible that I don't even know that they realize how great they're going to, how great yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> I love that you say that too. And, and there is that internal, like, I want to do this, you know, and some women like yourself, you're just born with that wherewithal and you are going to do it. Every woman wants that, but some women need that little extra support and encouragement to support them along the way towards that new vision, towards that new future. And, and that is what Refuge does. And honestly, as I just, like you, I'm so glad to know you. Like, I just love what you do. And it inspires me to be strong and to not give up and you. just to keep going, right? When I'm like, oh, this is too hard, right? Life oh, is uh, hey, believe me, I have, I have my days. <laughs> oh my I have God. my days, like we all do. But, you know, you just have to choose. Okay, so what kind of person do I want to be? Like, so I made a decision. This is the kind of person I want to be. I want to wake up every day happy. I want to wake up every day grateful. I want to wake up every day with joy in my heart and peace. And no matter if I'm having like a, you know, a bad day or not, I do have bad days, but I have to choose how I'm going to deal with that bad day and rise above it. So that for me like that, but that's taken a long time to get there. It wasn't always like that. If I had a bad day, I was like, fuck the world. Sorry, but fuck the world. I hate everybody. Don't talk to me. Get away from me. And and I was pretty abusive in in some in a lot of to my yourself, relationships. right? Yeah, to yourself, to myself, into my in my relationships. And then I realized that if I'm being abusive and mean and, and lashing out to people around me, that it really is coming from within, and that I need to deal with what's triggering me to do that and to break that that pre programming that I've that I've been, I was raised around and what brought me. Hard work. Yes. Yep. It is, it is hard work. It is not easy. I would love to, I, I, um, I sent you some pictures and I think it really is a, this is a good spot to show what healing and making those healthy choices looks like in the soul of a woman. And so this first picture, we do a lot of um, art therapy and creative work as the women process you know, just their growth, their, their movement towards health and healing. So one day I came into the home and a woman had drawn this picture and, and you can look at it and you can see that it's very stormy and it's yeah. dark and it does not feel happy. No. And every week I would come in and she would add something to it. She would just change a little bit here, change a little bit there. This painting ended up being so multi-layered until one day I came in 
And it looked like the next picture. This one. Mm -hmm. Until one day I came in and it looked like that. Same picture, same beginning, same foundation, right? Yeah. But as she grew and healed, look at the happiness there. Look at the beauty there. Look yeah. at the life that's there that was not there before. And I just love, I love this because it really, it's the same painting. This is not two separate paintings. This is the same painting that she Wow, okay. Changing. Yeah, go back. Take a look wow. at it. Oh, that is very, that's very profound. Take a look at it, right? Yeah. So that's the first thing she drew. Look at the sky. Look at the water. Look at the barren landscape. Yeah. That was her soul. And then you look at the next picture as she began to heal and have hope and bring change into her life. Look at the sky, look at the water, it's alive. Look at the flowers, very same picture. So I love that, same soul, but it's been transformed. And I just, I love this. It is inspiring to me. We ended up um, auctioning this painting off at a fundraiser that we had because it just is an inspiring painting. And so we kept, like I took a picture of that first one and kind of included it on the back of the painting. Sure. So that. You can see change can happen for any of us. We all need change in our lives, right? And yeah. this to me, I will never let go of these two pictures. They just speak hope to me, hope and oh, healing. It's an absolutely beautiful, touching story. I mean, I that is a night, just the, you, the, the transition from within mm -hmm. is just amazing. That's wow. right. That's beautiful. Same canvas, same canvas. It wow. got pretty thick. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet it did. But that's, that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so what, can you please let the audience know why it's important to support an organization like yours? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Refuge for Women. We are, um, we're not a big organization, right? Like you can think of charities like um, Feed My Starving Children. Yeah. They impact thousands of children, you know, around the world. And that's awesome. There's a place there's a need for that. Refuge for women, we are more like the one-to-one. -one. Our homes are small by design. We have six, six maximum okay. in our home because the trauma takes place in the context of destructive relationships and the healing will take place in the context of life-giving, family, healthy, loving relationships. So to have more than six women with all the complexities that go along with trauma would not be helpful no. to a woman on her journey. And so um, because of that, admittedly, it's an expensive program. A woman comes to us, she doesn't pay a dime. We are a not-for-profit, fully supported by our donors and our partners in the community, but every life is of such value made in the image and likeness of God. And Jesus came for, for us, right? He, he died for me. He died for you. And so we are to give our all to, to help these beautiful women start on their new path. And so, um, yeah, so we rely on the generosity and the kindness of donors from supply partners to financial partners to help keep our home running. And we've been open for five years and never missed a bill. So um, that's amazing. But that's because I mean, I've got beautiful 
beautiful donors who give me a $5 gift. Yeah. And that yeah. is just as significant as a $10,000 gift because that is love multiplied and multiplied. Sure. So Absolutely. we just love and bring in more people into the refuge family. That's amazing. So with that being said, where can, can you please plug where someone that can donate um, to your organization to, to help you? Sure, absolutely. Um, so very simple. You can find us online, www.rfwchicago.org, because we're in the Chicago area. So rfwchicago.org, and you'll see a donate button there. You'll also find a way to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you saw that artwork. We just recently uh, created a virtual art show of a number of pieces that our residents have done that if you go on Facebook, you'll, you'll get a chance to see that it's beautiful. It's just beautiful with some of the inspiration behind those paintings. So yeah, just find us online, find us on Facebook, shoot me an email, you know, I'd love to, to connect people to the amazing work that's going on in Refuge. I love it. And I will put all those links in the description of the episode. And I'm also um, working on doing a coat drive, a food drive, and a craft drive in the Chicagoland area. So if you or anyone that you know has a brick and mortar location that we could set up a box to just raise goodies for these women as they go through their journey and we can help Karen um, take care. Uh, Karen, right? Support. Yes. Karen, yeah, Karen, support. Oh my gosh, all of a sudden I had like a like a brain fart. I was like, oh my, wait a second. It, Karen, it, it, support it, the women. Yes. Support all these wonderful women going through their journey of healing and um, getting out their lives on the right track. Um, well, with that being said, I'm going to start wrapping things up here. Is there any last words that you'd like to leave with the audience and um, share with them? No, just thank you. Thank you for your time this morning. And yeah, just happy to have a chance to meet you. <laughs> yes. Well, it was an incredible honor. Thank you for letting me speak a little bit of my truth. I was feeling a little bit like the tears were going to start coming down, but it was definitely um, healing for me as well. But as always, you guys, thank you for your support of my podcast, Label Free Podcast. This is your host, Deanna Kempel. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I will be back soon with some more dynamic guests.